Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets, and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler and visit rg-help.com. Welcome back to the Rostradamus show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And as always, y'all know how it's going down. We got a special, special guest in the building. We got my main man, my former partner in crime, Brandon Anderson from the Action Network. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. It feels great to be back with you. We've done a lot of podcasts together, a lot of NFL, some late nights, some NBA late nights. So... It's good. NFL season's off and running. I'm ready to get into it. Okay, so today we're going to do something a little different. You know, last week we hit on all of the, the, the adjusted win totals. This week we're going to do a buy-sell podcast. So Brandon's going to give you two teams that he's buying on and two teams that he's selling on. I'm going to give you two teams that I'm buying on and selling on. So who's the first team that you're buying on right now? Well, I had to wrap my my Minnesota Vikings jersey because out of the gates, I got to come on and buy some Green Bay Packers stock. And I, I give you credit on this one, Raheem. You sold it to me. You sold me on it. You remember we talked in the offseason. I was not in on the Packers. I just think I really underestimated Matt LaFleur. He is putting on a coaching clinic right now. And I don't know if I'm totally in on Jordan Love. He's so inaccurate, but he's making big plays. And I think what I like is He's 10.4 intended air yards per play is number one in the league from next-gen stats. So I think LaFleur is saying, okay, I, I know, I agree. Jordan Love is inaccurate. Let's get it down the field. Let's go for the big play. Let's introduce some variance in our favor. He's gone for a fourth down six times already. And then obviously that win Sunday, that's a coaching win to me. You're missing your running back, your receiver, your top corner, your best two linemen. Then we know the two-point conversion thing at the end. Uh, to to when you're down two scores, they did the analytics thing. We we got a win for the analytics community. So I just think the Packers are the right team in a division that I don't really love that much. I like Green Bay Thursday, Thursday night versus Detroit. Green Bay has won 27 out of 30 home games against Detroit. So it's a revenge spot too. This is the team that knocked them out of the playoffs end of the last season. So I think it's a good spot for them. I like the plus 160 for division. And then a bet that I know you're on 
is I like Matt LaFleur for coach of the year. I still see as high as a 14, a 15 to one out there. I think it's setting up really well. And he's the guy I think gets rewarded if Green Bay is that good. It's so funny because I have this as one of my buy teams as well. <laughs> and I mean, like one of the big reasons why is just, I mean, you, you named it all. Coach LaFleur, um, Jordan Love. But that win over the Saints was really impressive because, you know, I tweeted before the game. If the Saints lose this game and it, it's not, it doesn't come with a lot of turnovers, then I have to reevaluate how I handicapped the NFL. Now, obviously, we got the Derek Carr injury. But when you look at the fact that Elton Jenkins was out, you look at the fact that David Bacciari was out or Aaron Jones was out or, or Christian Watson was out, they could legitimately be 3-0 despite missing all of those guys for two straight games. And they've been conservative with, you know, bringing these guys back. And they may bring these guys back on Thursday against the Lions. So I'm really, really high on this Packers team. And they don't have a, a, that tough of a schedule. Obviously, they play in a, in a bad conference, in a bad division. So um, I'm really hyped about that. But since you took one of my bye teams, I'm going to go to my <laughs> second bye team. Um, and this is probably my first, honestly. It's the Cleveland Browns. They have the league's best defense. They're better than the Dallas Cowboys. They're better than the San Francisco 49ers. They're first in yards per game, 163 yards per game, a lot on defense. First in passing yards per game, 111 yards per game. First in points per game, 10.7 yards per game. First in EPA per play and first in success rate. They're only allowing a 25% success rate. And I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but they've only allowed two red zone trips in their first three games. And they haven't allowed a touchdown on either and one of the red zone trips was because Elijah Moore fumbled inside the 20. <laughs> and during that red zone trip, Tennessee, they had, during their scoring drop, they went minus nine yards on three plays before they kicked the field goal. And I think you have to be looking at Miles Garrett plus 380 to win defensive player of the year. I know Michael Parsons and TJ Watt are favored to win this award, but the Browns have the best defense and they're winning in spite of the play of Deshaun Watson right now. And when you see the Cowboys get gashed by the Arizona Cardinals, I think the Arizona Cardinals, they were like running seven, seven yards per rush. It just, it makes you look at this Browns defense that much better. So um, Browns have only allowed 21 first downs over the first three games. I think Deshaun Watson, he is picking it up. I mean, you look at the other day, the fourth best passer rating in the league in week three. I know it was against the Titans defense, which really allows plays against the pass, but I really like this team, and I think they're going to be favorites in every game outside of three games against San Francisco, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I like the Browns a lot. This was one of the teams I was looking at as a bye team. Yeah, that red zone defense, they have not allowed a positive play in the red zone yet for the season. They didn't even allow a play in the red zone until this last game. And then, like you said, the very first play they allowed all year in the red zone, week three, it's Derrick Henry for a run. Boom, one play back out of the red zone. Like, that's it. That's that's what's happening here. They led the league in success rate all three weeks of the season defensively right now. And I, I, the magic word here is Jim Schwartz, right? Like, if we could be betting on, there, there is an actual award for best assistant coach of the year. Jim Schwartz is like the landslide leader for that right now. The wide nine thing you brought in, Miles Garrett, I love. That was a position I had before this season on defensive player of the year. So I like that one a lot. They, the defense, if you take away those Pittsburgh touchdowns that they had on the defensive touchdowns, the, Cleveland's offense has allowed two touchdowns to opponents with turnovers. Cleveland's defense allowed one touchdown. You take those two defensive touchdowns away, the Browns are allowing six points a game. 
Six. Six points a game <laughs> against like real teams. Bengals, Steelers, Titans. Those are teams we all thought coming into the year were like potential playoff contenders. So I, I the only reason I'm not totally in didn't pick them is I don't love the game this week against the Ravens. I think it's a tough spot there, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a team that I'm believing in. Despite Deshaun Watson, despite Nick Chubb, I think the defense, this is that one team each year where the defense is just that good. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm a little biased because a lot of people don't realize that Kevin Stefanski, he went to University of Pennsylvania. Um, he actually graduated the year before I got there, but he won an Ivy League championship with UPenn um, before Ryan Fitzpatrick started stealing all the championships over in the Ivy League. So um, I'm rooting for Kevin Stefanski. And I just think he's always been... He's always run an offense free, like a quarterback friendly offense. So I just think Deshaun Watson is going to approve as the as the season go, goes on. So who's your second buy team? Yeah, so not really going super off the radar on this one. I think this is as on the radar as it gets. I'm sorry to Bill Simmons. I'm buying the Buffalo Bills. I'm in on the Bills. And I think this is the time that you buy low on them. I think that we're still overrating or overvaluing that week one loss. Like, right, it's the disaster opening game. We do this every year. We anchor it in week one. Oh, here's what we saw right away. And how do we get past it? Well, how we get past it is the Bills have obliterated two teams since then. And we know how good Josh Allen is. We, You and I have talked a lot about how bad Josh Allen is sometimes too. But to me, why I'm buying is it's not just Josh Allen. The defense has been awesome. They're allowed 22, 10, and 3. And remember, the 22 is that Jets game. The punt return touchdown, 10 short field points after all those Allen turnovers. That defense had nine sacks and four interceptions this week against Sam Howell. And a 2-0 team. So I think to encapsulate how good are the Bills, Buffalo's playing Miami this week, a team that just scored 70, and the Bills are favored against a 3-0 team that just like broke offense for the, for the year. And we're like, yeah, that line looks about right. Because it does, because the Bills are that good. So, uh, Bills over 10 and a half. It's a silly line to me. Uh, I, they're projected for around 12 wins right now. So, I like that. But I think this is the time you buy in AFC odds, Super Bowl odds. I see a plus 550 to win the AFC. That's implied 15%. Uh, Aaron Schatz number has them at 18% to win the Super Bowl. Better odds for Super Bowl than they're getting for AFC. 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I think this is when you get the, your ticket. This, to me, is just the best team in football. They're a top five offense, defense, special teams in DVA last year. They looked the part. I'm, I'm past the Jets thing. I want Bill's tickets. Get ready to start the NFL week off right, because right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Detroit Lions, and the Green Bay Packers, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. Me, personally, I told you I'm high on the Green Bay Packers, so I like the Green Bay Packers plus one and a half in this game, especially if Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins are ruled in. I think the wrong team is favorite, so I like the Green Bay Packers here. So put your cheese heads on, go get some cheese dip, go get a cheese steak, and bet the Green Bay Packers. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RingerGamblers so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
must be 21 and up in president-select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. I'm so glad you mentioned this because this was going to be one of mine before I, I settled on the Browns and, and the Packers. And I didn't want to name them because of how good the, the, the Bills have <laughs> been. Like, people don't realize this, but if you look at, at their last 20 games, they're 16 and 4. <laughs> like, yeah. this team has not lost many games. I mean, and one of the games, I mean, I think, you know, two of the games were against the Jets, and we all know division opponents are really tough. One of the games came against the Minnesota Vikings, your Minnesota Vikings, when Josh <laughs> Allen fumbled on the one. And then the other game was last year against the Miami Dolphins in that 19 to 21 game. And we all know how tough it is to play in Miami in September with all the heat. So this team has just been elite. So when I look at my power ratings, I have like my top five teams are in this order the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and all we all know the Miami Dolphins after a 50 point win. That's kind of, that's going to skew your um, stats a little bit. Then it's the, the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills are one. So I totally okay. agree with this. Um, and I'm glad you said it because I, I thought I was alone in thinking that this, this <laughs> Buffalo Bills team, um, was probably the best team in football. And I actually like them this week against the Miami Dolphins. I laid it two and a half, and now that's up to three. So I'm going to get to the, my sell team. Um, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think you have to sell this team. I mean, this team is one and two straight up and against the spread. And they probably would be 0 and three against the spread if Anthony Richardson hadn't got injured and Gardner Minshew could have just gotten in, into the end zone at the one. I mean, you look at this. The offense was supposed to be the strength of this team. However, the Jaguars are just 21st in points per game with 19 points per game. They're 19th EPA per play. Their success rating metrics are a little bit better. But, I mean, I just don't trust this team. It seems like Trevor Lawrence has taken a step back. And the defense has been absolutely abysmal. It's clear that they're missing the presence of Art and Key. And this team has a tough schedule. They got road games against Buffalo, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. And in our home against San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. So it wouldn't surprise me if this team missed the postseason. So I'm selling on the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you think about that? This is my number one sell team. So I'm just going to jump in and chime in on everything. <laughs> I think the offensive line is a mess. As bad as Houston's line has looked in that division, Jacksonville's been almost as bad. And this is mostly their starters. They got a right tackle coming back. Like, this is it for them. And also... The defensive line, all that pressure, they've invested so much into Trayvon Walker and just all these guys, Josh Allen. That defensive uh, uh, pass rush is 31st in the NFL and just played a Houston line missing four starters. That like, like look, we know, I've been on Texans Island. You and I have been talking about Texans yeah. and battling for them. And that, if you can't get pass rush on that line of backups, like we're, we're in big trouble here. Press Taylor calling plays for Jacksonville. I don't think that's working very well. And then, this is the weirdest. You mentioned the schedule. I got to get into a little bit here. So here's what the schedule looks like coming up. This is the weirdest, goofiest, worst schedule I ever remember seeing in the NFL. So they're in London right now, right? We know what Jacksonville does. So London for Atlanta. I like the Falcons in that game. We'll see. But then they stay in London. First time we ever had this, where it's two London weeks in a row, which should be an advantage, right? So who do they play? The Buffalo Bills. Whoops. Goodbye advantage. Like the Bills are just going to destroy the Jaguars. So no advantage there. Then. NFL teams 
literally have the option to take a bye week after they come back from London. They chose not to. Instead, they play the Colts, who suddenly look really good. Shane Steichen has raised the floor. They're looking good. You get a big division game, the division leader right now. Then, Thursday night game, short rest in New Orleans. Like, if we were doing NBA analysis, we would just mark schedule loss. We'd be like, oh, yeah, they're not going to send their guys to New Orleans. Trevor Lawrence is going to stay home. It's a rest. Rest for ATN. Rest for Calvin Ridley. It's fine. Schedule loss. You can't do that in the NFL because there's only 17 games. Then, at Pittsburgh, then they finally get a bye. And still after that, the Niners, the Bengals, Browns, Ravens. So, schedule is brutal. I like the Colts. I love the Texans. Colts over and under is six and a half. That makes no sense to me at two and one. Houston, 11 to one division I'm buying. This was my choice of like sell, sell in Jacksonville, buy Indian, Houston, the whole mix. Jacksonville, no playoffs is even odds right now. So I love that. I think they finish under 500 and I'm looking to, to buy in on the Colts and the Texans in the division. Yeah, you can get the Jacksonville Jaguars right now at under eight and a half wins, minus 115 on FanDuel Sportsbook. And just to let you guys know, myself and Brandon, we did not exchange picks before this podcast. <laughs> um, I wanted it to be a surprise. And those of you guys who followed us both at the Action Network know that a lot of times when we were on the same side, whether it be NBA, NFL, it was a good wager. So who's your second sell team? So I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. So I, I just, I have never really believed in this team. And I'm not really sure anyone did that much. I think it was everyone just like, uh, default. The schedule is really easy and Derek Carr is okay and the Saints are okay and the coaches are okay and the whole division is bad. Well, the division might not be bad now. The, the Bucs look pretty solid. The defense held up pretty well, even in last night's loss. I like the Falcons. I've been in on them. And the schedule now, you look at the schedule coming up for the Saints. Bucks, Patriots, Texans, Jaguars, Colts. Those are winnable games, but that also means they're losable games. And I think the Derek Carr injury thing is, is a real story. So now we have maybe Jameis Winston in some of these games. And I noticed week after week, I wasn't really like fading New Orleans coming to the season. But if you look each week, I, I'm, I'm wanting to bet against the Saints. Dennis Allen has a favorite. You know, the whole point is, their favorite in all these games, easy schedule. Dennis Allen's four and ten ATS as a favorite, one and six ATS a division of favorite. Derek Carr's thirty five percent as a favorite ATS. Jameis Winston, if you want him in, he's thirty one percent. Like it gets worse and worse no matter what we're putting in here. I just had at Action Network. I did the power rankings. I did Taylor's version today because Taylor Swift everywhere in the NFL, right? And I gave the Saints Mister Perfectly Fine. They're fine. They're average. They're fine. They beat the Titans by one. They beat the Panthers by three. They blew a 17-0 lead to the Packers' backups. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be impressed by here. I don't like the line. I don't think it's protected uh, the quarterbacks that well. Defense is good, but played the Titans and the Panthers. Like, I'm not really sure we know a whole lot yet. So, I like the Saints under 10.5. I like the Saints no playoffs around plus 180. Uh, it's just a team that I'm not really believing in. And, and I like some of those other NFC teams now. Yeah, this this one is tough. Um because I do think there's something to the car injury. Um, and I wasn't that high on Derek Carr, but we all know how turnover-prone Jameis Winston is. And we all know Dennis Allen, like, not even just as a favorite. He's just not a, a good head coach. 17-39 and 39 <laughs> straight up as a head coach in this league. I'm going to hold here. But I, I, like, I can't say I dislike your position because I think there's something to the Derek Carr injury news. But I do think they have enough of an easy schedule 
And the fact that they play in the NFC South with, you know, quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield and Desmond Ritter and <laughs> um, Bryce Young. And I like, I like Bryce Young. I think he's getting a, a, a bad rap for what's around him. I think I'm a little scared of selling them just because I think the division is that bad. So I'm going to go to my second sell team, and I know you're going to dislike this one. I'm going <laughs> with the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and the reason why is because I know they're 2-1 on the season, but this is probably one of the worst defenses in the league. 27 for EPA for play, 26 in success rate, 28 in pressure rate, 29 in points per game. There's only three teams who have given up more points per game. The Broncos, the Bears, and the Giants. We know how bad those teams are. And you looked at their 31st in passing yards per game, 31st in dropback success rate, 27th in dropback EPA for play. So you look at their two wins, and you're going to say the offense was impressive, but when you dig into their wins, the Lions had five turnovers. A fumble at the Seahawks 46, a fumble at the Seahawks 25, a turnover on downs at the Seahawks 31, a turnover on downs at the Seahawks 45, and a pick six. And yet the game still went into overtime, tied 31-31. We all know teams that win the turnover margin win 70% of the time. If you move that to about five turnovers, you're looking at the 98th, 99th percentile. So the Lions outgained Seattle in that game, 418 to 393, 6.5 to 5.9, 8.5 yards per pass to 7.4, and 3.8 yards per rush to 3.3. And I just, I look at that next game against the Panthers. That Panthers offense, offense didn't do anything this entire season. I know they had Andy Dalton in, but he carved them up. And they were in that game until they lost a bunch of their top defenders in the, the second half. So I'm not high on this Seahawks team. You look at the fact that they struggled on third down. They're 16th in third down conversion rate since 2015. Um, and through three games, they're 28th at 30%. And I know there's a little bit of a variability to that, but when you look at Pete Carroll's record, and and how he's done on third down the last couple of years, I don't see that changing. And we all know Geno Smith has led the league and in dropped interceptions last year, so I'm expecting that to regress. I think the Seahawks have a little bit of a tough schedule. Two road games against the Giants and the Bengals. Then they have games against the Browns, the Ravens, the 49ers twice, Cowboys and Eagles. So I'm selling on the Seahawks team. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was on Seattle Island last year. This was my team, but I can't hate this too much. I have never really been in on Seattle this year. I don't know that I'm looking to short the team's stock necessarily. I think they're just going to kind of be around the middle somewhat, but I just haven't been in on them. A thing that I noticed on their schedule that's starting to play out a little bit is they played, by how I rated teams that had good pass pressure defensively, they played eight of my top 12 pass rushes for the season. And the one thing we know about Geno, even last year most improved, is he cannot handle pass pressure. He turns into a pumpkin instantly. And now both tackles are out. And so, like, like we, we've tussled a little bit about this week against the Giants. I think Seattle is very clearly better than the Giants as a team. But what do we know about the Giants? Wink Martindale is going to bring the guys, bring the guys. Like, every single play is going to be blitzing at him. And Gene's going to make mistakes because that's what he does against pressure. And so, and by the way, that 8 out of uh, 12 doesn't even count San Francisco, who I didn't even count among the top pass rushes. And the Niners have destroyed Seattle in this version of the team. So, I don't hate it. I, I kind of like them this week in particular, but it's definitely not a team that I've really looked at all to invest in. And yeah, there's a lot of warning signs there. I, I totally agree with you defensively. If you're getting lit up by like out of retirement, Andy Dalton, and then DJ Chark and Adam Thielen, who like, look, Vikings, my guy, Adam Thielen from Minnesota. They, you and I could probably cover these guys. Like 
They're not getting separation on anybody. And now they're dropping like 350 Dalton yards or whatever on Seattle. That's, that's not great. So uh, mm. I, I can't go quite as hard as you on selling them, but I'm definitely not looking to pick up any more Seattle Island. I moved to Houston this year. Houston, Texans Island, baby. <laughs> I'm not mad at that at all. So just for a recap, Brandon is buying on the, the Green Bay Packers and he's buying on the Buffalo Bills. I'm buying on the Cleveland Browns and the Green Bay Packers. Brandon is also selling on the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. I'm selling on the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Seattle Seahawks. You guys have to go check out Brandon's article on the Miami Dolphins. He compares them to the, to the Golden State Warriors. It's a really great article on the Action Network right now. You want to check that out. Brandon, is there anything that you want to promote? Let the people know where they can find you at. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter or whatever we're calling it now, at Leighton Brando on the Action Network app. All my picks go on there. I know, Raheem, you're always talking about that and putting your picks on there, at Leighton Brando there as well. So find the articles, all the updates, and all of my picks there. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. It's always fun to come and talk sports with you. I'm sure we'll do it again. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We'll definitely do it again. This has been the Rostradamus Show. You make sure you check us out each and every week. On Tuesday, we got a special, special, special episode tomorrow, a boxing episode, because we got a big fight. Jamel Charlo versus Canelo Alvarez. I'm interviewing Leonard Ellaby, CEO of Mayweather Promotions. I also bring on my guy, Sean King from VSEN. Won a Super Bowl championship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so make sure you check that out. We also got East Coast Bias on Thursday, breaking down all the NFL games, and then also... We got House and Warren Sharp on Friday before Wise Guys on Sunday. So we got a lot of big things. Make sure you check it out on the Ringer Podcast Network. Also, make sure you check out everything Brandon is doing. He's doing great work at the Action Network. Raheem Palmer, Rasha Diamonds, Brandon Anderson. Y'all know how it's going down. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call 1-888-789-789. 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 1-800-9 with it in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York.